0: Hey, Flippers and Bumpers, welcome to the Flips and Bumps podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, the flips that make them that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. You want to get a hold of this podcast, you know how to do it by this time, just email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com, that's the best way for you to get a hold of us, we will respond to your emails eventually, we don't do it right away, that's my bad, I'm working on it, I'm not really working on it, we'll get to it when we get to it, but we will get to it, I promise. Uh, We got a couple emails to read today. Very excited to get to those. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram and Twitter at Flips and Bumps. And most importantly, don't forget that we drop new episodes of this podcast every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And that includes YouTube, my friends. If you can't get enough of this in vocal stylings, head on over to the YouTube and check out the visuals to go with it. I'm just saying it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyway, there's two of us on this podcast. Combined, we are known worldwide as the Thrift Seekers. Individually, my name is Sasha, and I'm joined by my dear friend, the video game whisperer, and the whole flippin' show. It's Pee Wee.
1: Hey, 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 what's going on?
0: What's
1: up? What's up? <laughs>
0: what year is it? What's up? Yeah, it's called vintage. You do that now, it's vintage. Oh, I like that. I like Nostalgic. We're bringing it back, my friend. How are you doing?
1: good 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 been busy running around doing ebay doing a lot of ebay um making a lot of sales just living the flipping life how you been yeah
0: you know the huge, the huge. i guess
1: love the huge. we all got a lot today what we
0: have a lot today do we you got a lot of uh gst I've got not a lot of GST, but a lot of, like, a
1: handful of juicy
0: GST. Okay, okay, yeah, there was something, uh, I was going to tease it on our Instagram, and I said, you know what, I'm a little too lazy to post this, so I'll wait (laughs) until next week. And I think that's one of the things you're going to talk about today that caught my eye, because, um, well, I'll tell you why if we get there later. Okay. Well, let's start things off then. I'm going to start things off on the clock. If you're new to this show, what that means is I'm going to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world. And when I am done, Pee Wee gets his opportunity to talk about whatever he feels like it. I'm going to start things off in a weird direction. Um, I think I talked about this thing that I went to a couple months ago called Illinois Vintage Fest. And Maybe. they just had another Illinois Vintage Fest even closer to my house than last time. and Oh, I, it's in different locations? Different location. And I went, uh, and, uh, and it was glorious, glorious enough for me that I think I should talk about it a little bit on the clock here. Okay. Because it doesn't have a lot to do with flipping as far as us buying things. But I sure. do think it is a very interesting thing for anyone who is close to the Illinois area as far as um, – Selling clothes, selling vintage items, toys, uh, art, that kind of stuff. And um, I went to the last one. I think this was the sixth show that they've done under this name, Illinois Vintage Fest.
1: Okay.
0: I went to the last one, and it was located in two abandoned restaurants. (laughs) All right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so two restaurants that were closed down. I think one was like a Hula Hands, and one was a Bar Louie or something like that. Okay. And uh and so yeah, it was kind of weird like they had these two buildings and that's how many sellers they had was to fill two restaurants full. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Like you have an opportunity to go there. And what you find at these places a lot of like vintage t-shirts, band shirts, wrestling shirts, uh you know, different fashion, a lot of nerd stuff, Star Wars, um like wrestling toys. There was a lot of I think I sent you one uh Hulk Hogan picture. But I mean, there was like posters from the original Royal Rumbles in the 80s and 90s. Um, That's cool. That's very cool. Very cool for if you are a collector to find this sort of stuff. And if you are someone who is selling this sort of stuff, which is why I thought of it for you, PeeWee. I was like, this might be not a bad thing for you to look into. And I'm not just saying you, but I am saying anybody who's interested in selling, whether it's clothes, whether it is... I mean, there were art displays. There was a lady selling house plants. It almost went to like house a house Yeah, it almost went to like a flea market level. But most, I would say, ninety-five percent of the people there were like younger, millennial age. Let's that say, let's say twenties. But I mean, they were selling shirts here for two hundred, three hundred dollars. Not yeah, all. Yeah, that's of them. the
1: other aspect of this: is the prices are through the roof here.
0: Now it's also not. Um, I mean, like you could find the same shirt for fifty bucks on eBay that you're gonna go over here for two hundred bucks and buy it, right? However, you, you, these people are spending money on it. <laughs> is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Which is crazy. I, I understand that people like to see
1: stuff in person; they like to check it out in person. Yeah. I don't understand how they they justify that big of a markup. I know that that's exactly true. Um, some people do that at video game shows as well, the where the markup is just huge for the live in sale uh, purchases. Okay. And, uh, compared to eBay, and it's. I don't know. I don't know how to gauge that. I don't know how to price my stuff to do that kind of thing. Um, and it's it's got to be tricky. Like None of these people, I got to imagine, are eBay sellers, or at least are eBay sellers that are bringing their eBay merchandise to sell at these shows.
0: Yeah. I don't really know. I know that there's a lot of them mostly on Instagram. I know all of them sure, are Sure. Instagram
1: accepting. makes a lot more, more yeah. sense than eBay seller. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But there were... I mean... I was looking for video game people because there's also a lot of toys here. Like, And so that's the other thing is there's a lot of stuff on here that I've never seen in my life. So it's stuff that's not even on eBay or whatever. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can't confirm that because I haven't searched for everything, but just stuff that you see that you go, holy cow, what is this? And then you take a look at it. and I don't know. I just thought it was a really interesting thing, especially at least to take a look at. And here's the other thing, free entry. This thing was at the the Wheaton County Fairgrounds. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, there's a picture of it. It looks, I mean, like an airplane hangar almost. It's massive. absolutely, And it is just, I want to say like four rows, Uh, no room for anything else. Everything was completely packed. Hundreds of people. I was trying to count how many people, like I stood in the corner and just tried (laughs) to like get a gauge. And I was like, okay, there's definitely hundreds of people here. This was at 12 o'clock. It opened at 10 o'clock. Are there even tables set up? Yeah, yeah. There's tables. There's oh, there racks okay, just, for clothing. There's I see a, a lot of racks for clothing. Yeah. And I only found one video game guy. And he... You know, I wanted to talk to him to, like, see what his name was. Maybe you know him. Maybe you've seen probably him at do, conventions. Right. He was a younger kid. Um, but this is, like, one of those places where, like, if you passed up one of the <laughs> one of the vendors... Um, you couldn't go back? You couldn't like, really go back. was that hard? Oh, yeah, you had to take okay. another lap. And so... Yeah. I spent about 15 minutes just walking through and not really looking at anything because I'm not looking to buy stuff. Um, I mean, unless it really stuck out. Like there was a Bozo the Clown sure. shirt I wanted to buy, <laughs> but uh, the money to to buy at these things was too much for me, but I just kind of wanted to see what was going on. And uh, it's That's definitely worth looking at. It's definitely interesting. Uh, a lot of people, like I said, in their early 20s, probably a lot of like fashion stuff going on. And it wasn't just expensive either. There's places that sell, you know, they have a $5 box and a $10 box and, and you know, like sure. average prices for stuff. Uh, so it's like all, you know, across the spectrum. It does make me feel old. Like I don't like hanging out places where people aren't losing their hair yet. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> These kids throwing their money around. Yeah, it's like, hey, I used to be dumb like you guys. I, I, whatever, I'm still dumb like them. Uh, I
1: don't know, these kind of shows just
0: shout, and I mean, don't take
1: offense to this if you are one of the sellers at these shows, but like, and I am a seller at video game shows. It just, to me, these type of shows do not shout professional seller to me. They just shout part-time seller to me. And reason being, because if you're a full-time seller, maybe you're, maybe you, maybe it's just because I'm an old man and I don't sell on Instagram or you know whatnot or wherever else everybody's uh, posting at. But like as a strictly eBay seller, there's no way I could sell at this at, at at this type of location unless I one wanted to write down every transaction that I did because I'd have to then go home and delist that item from eBay. Mm. Um, I'd also have to constantly check my phone to make sure that nothing that was currently on my table was selling on eBay.
0: I think the bigger thing you'd be worried about is like the security at this place because there's so many people. Okay, that makes sense. I think that would be a bigger concern than worrying about the eBay stuff, at least at the beginning. Um, And I'm not saying that you would have to like go bring all your big stuff there and that's the only thing that sells either. I mean, it, it might be like, your cheaper games, your 8 to $20 games that you can now sell for 15 to 30 or whatever just because sure. the price is... I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was a really cool thing and I wanted to just let people it's know another that it outlet. yeah, It's
1: definitely yeah. something to consider for no matter what type of seller you are, there's probably some way to make it work. I just don't know. For me specifically, I don't think it would work.
0: Yeah, if you collect stuff, it's a good place to go. If you like shirts and clothing and that kind of stuff, it's a good place to go. And if you're interested in selling that kind of stuff, I mean, these aren't flea market type sellers this isn't me going and just dropping a bunch of stuff on the floor and going here you go these are very organized very like dri- people know what they have yeah, yeah. driven youth <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a good way to put yeah it. so i just it thought is, it was I, cool. I would imagine it would be a good place for education
0: yeah and and check them out on instagram illinois vintage fest it's it i mean it's, it's worth checking out i think
1: oh, that's very interesting next up i want to go through. you didn't buy anything right no
0: no no it okay, was, I, so. I, I almost got a nosebleed looking at some of the stuff. I mean, <laughs> there was some stuff there that I really wanted. Like I found this awesome Guns N' Roses shirt and it's an original oh, Guns N' Roses shirt. It was 350 bucks from like the oh 80s. Goodness. Uh, I had just purchased a Guns N' Roses shirt recently at Meyer for $12.95, <laughs> which also did the trick. And by the way, that shows my age. I now shop for clothes at Meyer. but twelve ninety five, you got me, Meyer it's so right in the range, absolutely. Get some Topo Chico, get a Guns N' Roses shirt, and get some change from the $20 bill that I just broke. So, <laughs> uh, We do have a couple emails this week. Uh, one from actually from two weeks ago because I forgot to read them last week. Uh. But uh, hopefully these guys are still listening to us and aren't mad at us for, <laughs> for not getting to them. Our dear friend Craig in Ohio emailed us. Um, and he, interestingly enough, he sends this email let me read it to you here really quick, if I still have it. I may have deleted it. Of course I did. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I kept it in my pictures over here, and then uh, apparently I deleted it. So hold on one second. T- uh, talk to the people, PeeWee. Sure.
1: Um, we didn't have emails last week. One thing that we're still looking for is uh, you guys to participate in GST. Um, we got a couple of you guys to do it the first week that we promoted it. But then since then, we haven't had anybody reach out with any GST, uh, which is fine. I mean, Sasha and I have plenty to talk about. But if you do have anything for GST, please reach out to us at BitterMarks at uh, gmail.com or just BitterMarks, uh, not BitterMarks, what are we? Flips and bumps on uh, uh, gmail.com. All and, right, Pee-wee, let me take over. Let me, I'll please, take over from please, here. please, please.
0: Our dear friend Craig chimes in and he says, Hey guys, thought I would send you guys my find of the week. So here we go, some GST from Craig from uh, a couple weeks ago. perfect.
1: Okay, just what I was talking about.
0: Just today, my fiance and I were thrifting and came across a fun find. I was off browsing the the other parts of the store and she was digging through the toys. When I came back, she was showing me what she found and she was like, I found this old plastic bat and it it looked cool. Uh, Do you want it? I instantly grabbed it and said, yeah. She was like, it's not marked, so I'm not sure what it is. She then decided to use Google Lens and as she's doing it, uh, I was like, I think it's Mad Balls. Do You know what Mad Balls are, Pee Wee? Yeah, of course. Uh, do you sell those? You've sold those in the past, maybe? Um,
1: uh no, I actually collect those. If I found them, I would keep them.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, that's like the it's like a monster in a ball. The, yeah, it's a right.
1: ball that has like a, a monster face on it. Or they had figures. They have I have a vehicle for it. There's a whole line of Mad Ball stuff.
0: Yeah, I remember that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Google indeed confirmed it was Mad Balls. As you know, and Craig here, I was I didn't know, so thank you for for letting me know. As you know, anything Mad Balls is Mad Money. Oh, I like that. I love it. It's true. Um, he says, as long as it's
1: uh, like uh, actual legitimate Mad Balls. There are a bunch of like knockoff companies. Which yeah. If it's old knockoff stuff, it can be good. It's, it'd still be good. They definitely make knockoff versions of these bats that you're about to talk about. Um, but the, the what you're looking for is legit, legit Mad Ball stuff.
0: Um, and, and maybe you know something about this, too. So, uh, as you know, anything Madballs is mad money. I love the Madballs line and will probably just keep it in my personal collection. But I thought for a $1 pickup, you would enjoy. Who knows how long this gem was buried in the messy bins at the bottom of the toys. And he sends this picture. Uh, if you're watching it on on YouTube, it's like a blue bat with a monster in, in the bat part of it. And then he actually emailed us right after that, and he said, the more I research this bat, it does not seem to be Mad Balls branded. It is Monster Balls which is uh the, yeah, the first I time I get say to that. say monster balls on the monster podcast
1: <laughs> first of many um I, I was going to say the the bats that are monster themed and when we are to say bats we mean I know we're saying monsters we're not talking vampire bats we're talking baseball bats um there's a base, there are many kinds of these baseball bats that have a monster face on them I don't think the bats are mad balls um they go well with the mad balls um the actual like toy balls But the the bats themselves are a different brand. I can see if I can find some information on it. Yeah, so Uh, he
0: says it's Monster Balls. Or Monster, Monster, yeah, Monster Balls. Uh, Just so I can keep saying Monster Balls, I'm going to pretend like I don't know that he wrote Monster Balls. Um, (laughs) Monster Balls is what he says this company is. This thing pops
1: up right away. Does he have more information on it?
0: Well, I checked it up on eBay and I saw that there was a a bunch of them. Uh, There was a couple that are exactly the same kind. They're all going for around 320 to 350. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And then some of them has sold. I think one of them recently sold for like 200 bucks within the past couple of months or whatever. Uh, either yep. way, they're cool looking. I just, I didn't know if you knew anything about the bats. I figured you knew about yeah. the balls because I knew about the, the, the ball, but not these. Things. No, I, I knew to keep a lookout for these
1: bats. I've seen people pick these up before. I had one of these when I was a kid. It wasn't this one. It was like a purple one. Um, I wish I still had it now because they do go for a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, keeping out for these specifically at garage sales when garage sale season starts hitting again if you're in, in an area that has garage sales now um, keep an eye out for these these are good pieces um, they're old and you'll i mean you'll know the feel of them they're hollow inside and uh, they they usually sell for pretty cheap uh, you know uh, garage sale owners usually don't know what these are and don't value them at all
0: and if you uh, if you haven't seen this if you're not watching on the youtube page we will post all of this stuff on the instagram everything that we're talking about that we put pictures of up goes on there. Uh, Thank you, Craig. We really really appreciate it and keep the emails coming. Uh, The next email we got is from a new listener. uh, Zach N uh, messaged us and he tells us he's a new listener. He's been catching up on some stuff. Oh, thanks, man. And and he asked actually two different things, right? So one, he was asking, um, he sells golf clubs. That's like his big thing. He's relatively new to flipping, but that's been his you know, intro into flipping. Um, he was looking for kind of shipping help. Uh, he was asking about ship um, selling on Facebook Marketplace, which was another thing. Now these are things that me and you don't really deal with. Uh, the shipping or Facebook Marketplace? Shipping golf clubs? Yeah. I mean, the only tip I have is try to get it in a as mo- small of a box as you possibly can. Yep, short and thin is what you're going for. Hopefully, it wraps
1: around the. You don't want too much extra space there because the box is that long. Any extra space is going to be extra money that you're wasting.
0: And if you're not already on Pirate Ship, check out Pirate Ship. Um, it, I don't know if it's .com or .org or whatever it is. I think it's .com. <laughs> .org i <laughs> okay. i'm not sure <laughs> um but at least through there you can check the prices between UPS and the post office so maybe you can yep, find it or me. just go to onlineshippingcalculator.com there you go and you can that's for fedex as well right
1: it's for they compare everything they everything compare UPS to USPS to fedex um you what I do when i go there i just type in my city and then I, uh, it says, give me a location that I'm shipping to. I just pick the furthest city that I can think of, which is San Diego. Um, and then I type in the dimensions of my box, the weight, and then it gives me all the options as far as what they would pay and what I would pay at the discounted rate.
0: And if you haven't gotten free boxes for this type of stuff, they do offer free boxes. If you um, sign up for a post office, USPS account, there's a bunch of different types of free boxes you can get. And since clubs are always gonna be a priority mail, Um, You can find some that are just, like, long, thin boxes that pretty much fit golf clubs there. Uh, As far as Facebook... Now, my understanding is that I wouldn't
1: suggest doing those boxes. I don't use... Do you use any boxes from the post office? Oh, yeah. Like, the ones that are labeled on the outside priority mail?
0: I do. Um, Not flat rate, but I'll use, like, regional rate boxes. Okay. Uh, Is that the same price
1: as, like, just regular pirate ship prices?
0: It's uh I mean, like if I'm going to be putting in a box dimension, it doesn't matter what box type it really is in uh if I'm gonna be using like the flat rate oh, boxes on from yeah, the post flat rate office, you don't want to use, yeah, those are generally too expensive, but if you're gonna use the ones that are um regional rate boxes, it's kind of like priority except for things that are lighter, like you can only go up to twenty pounds or fifteen pounds, so it's generally like. Okay. A little bit less shipping, but you just put it, the dimensions in the same way that you would an unmarked box or whatever. That's I never, I never look into using like
1: USPS branded priority boxes, just because I'm afraid of the prices. Um, but that's interesting, just going regional and just yeah, it off that. with the okay. regional
0: box, you can then use the cubic rate that uh you know pirate ship goes through instead of interesting. I'll whatever. look into that. So. I don't know if it saves money. I don't know if it's a good idea. If you've listened to this podcast, you probably are yelling at me going, you're spending way too much money, you idiot. But um, I'll never stop being an idiot. So sorry. <laughs> sorry, mom and dad. That one's for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. And as far as Facebook marketplace goes, Zach, uh, I have some stuff up there. Never really sells. At least the stuff that I've put up there, whether it's machine parts, whether it's whatever, uh it has. It's usually like bigger stuff that I didn't want to ship before. But now I'm even so, getting into shipping some bigger stuff. Granted, I wouldn't ship something if it was like that base, big baseball field thing that you got. I don't know, like how I would ship that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that I didn't pick
1: that thing up. That the oh thing yeah, that yeah, I found you had in like New York. Of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that thing was like four feet tall. Um, I'm with you. I I agree with you. I don't I don't utilize Facebook Marketplace for anything but switch trades. Uh, I just don't think that the audience that it provides is nearly as big as an eBay audience. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and I don't know that, if
0: we're right or not about that, but uh, I mean, the, no, reason, right. the reason why I used it last time was because uh, it was to sell two hundred blank VHS because eBay wouldn't let me do it, <laughs> and it okay. worked out. You know, I put but an offer up and I put up on Facebook Marketplace and it actually sold through Facebook Marketplace. So I mean, that, really, yeah. That I mean, that's like get for them. These are the ones that had stuff already taped on them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it was around seventy bucks or something wow, like that. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't think you talked about that. That's interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah, I got rid of them. I have uh, all this space over here. I've been yeah. rearranging things. Oh, and I let me tell you something. I am promising you guys. I know I've done this before. Oh, I'm going to no. send you guys. I'm going to put a little video up on YouTube this week. Uh huh. It's not going to be edited. Right? So that that's a good thing because that okay, seems to okay. be where I am running that's into the, trouble. That's a big speed bump, right? I'm just going to show you guys uh, my two rooms here that I do my flipping in so you guys can see the mess that I live in, uh, okay. but, but kind of see what I'm working with. My station over there for taking pictures, my shipping station, where my stuff is stored. Uh, I'll probably have my social security and the card in the background <laughs> somewhere so you can steal my identity or figure out where I live or whatever, but... uh well, yeah, I think I'm going to put that up maybe a minute or two, a nice little video. So Sure, stretch it out to 10 minutes, but yeah, that's, that sounds good. So uh, yeah, YouTube, just check out our YouTube. we got a bunch of subscribers this week, so thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate either the six or seven of you who subscribed or the one person who has six burner accounts. Either way, keep it <laughs> Whatever, right. Thank yeah. you. Um, and then Zach also wanted us to check out his eBay store. Um, but then he got to the episode where he, we had checked out people's eBay stores Uh and he used the advice that we gave on there and immediately some of his items started selling. So I don't know if we helped him. Uh, I'm going to say we helped him. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm not a confident man, but uh, I'll just say we did it. Sure. We'll take, we'll pet. Do we want to take a a look at it or not this week? he didn't send the link because after i said send the link he said never mind i'm doing fine for myself he was like no no i got to that episode and uh and it's good like i think he wanted us to help him out before hearing that we were like hey we want to help you guys out he was like hey can you look at the stores so Cool. Either way, we well, appreciate I mean, it, the email. We appreciate the listen. Keep sending the stuff in, Zach, uh, especially if you're a newer flipper. I think there's some value in this podcast. And I don't say nice things about myself anyway, <laughs> ever. <so. laughs> Absolutely true. Um, and yeah,
1: and if, and even if you're not Zach, if you have an eBay store, like Sasha was talking about, if you want us to take a look at it and give you some, some of the pros and cons that you have going for it, uh, let us know. We'll, we'll definitely review
0: an eBay, an eBay store too. And then the very last thing that I wanted to talk about was just kind of a, uh, PSA here. Uh, it's a good time. It's end of February here. Good time to remind yourself of what your goals were for the year. If you set goals, like, you know, to go oh, throughout like the year, because, uh, I, I was kind of taking a look and seeing what I've been doing. I'm a little bit more organized, uh, which is good, but was not part of my goals. Uh, I have been shopping more consistently. I think I've gone every week sourcing this year, which is like a record for me. You know, sometimes I'll miss a week or two or whatever. Uh, So I've been kind of forcing myself to go. And I think it's helped out a little bit. I have been listing more, although I am falling back this month. I think I need end of the month. I think I still need like 58 more listings to do this week.
1: Okay. Uh, still got. Oh, it's February. We're
0: yeah. Short. It's a short you got week, eight days. You got about a week left. Yeah. So, um, I, I've been falling back a little bit, but I've been paying attention to it, so I think I'm going to be able to reach it. I have a lot of stuff to list, which is a good thing. And then uh, the only thing that I think I'm not doing a good job of is finding stuff that is a either higher priced or b selling often enough. You know, I'm still falling into that trap of oh, well, this thing sold two or three times in the last 90 days uh, for good money, so I'll get this, and then you know I'm sitting on it for a little while. So I think that sure. part is something that I really need to pay a little bit more attention to. Uh, but I was able, I changed my my route up a little bit this week. I went to a Goodwill store that I haven't been to in in a while. Okay, mostly because I don't go in that. It's not that it's far away. It's just I don't really go in that direction too often. Okay. and i've like seen family members there before and so i didn't want to go back <laughs> okay and so i decided you know what let me let me just see how that store's doing we we know the price increases at goodwill all throughout well it was a good thing that i i didn't get stuck in my way of just keeping my head down and going into the same route that i always do because i went to this goodwill and they're still doing things on like the old traditional pricing so I was able to oh. find things for a dollar ninety nine, which now at all the other stores are three ninety nine, four ninety nine, six ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and this place also just has a bunch of bins, and they put them all into like the center of the store when they take them out, and the you know everybody like flocks to it. So, it's, oh wow, it's not like a. Uh, you know, it's not it's heavy on the rules. 2017 all over again. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a little bit old school, and I've been finding some good stuff. I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff in GST. I mean, I found some pretty decent stuff there, so I don't know if it's, you know, beginner's luck because I haven't been there in a while, but some of the prices are still at those low rates. So. Are you going to – is it accessible enough that
1: you're going to keep going back there?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. It's – two minutes from where i work mostly it's just oh fantastic it's just not on my way home basically okay um that's it peewee you are on the clock my friend
1: yeah i don't have much for my clock time uh seems to be the theme of this season um in october i was talking about how i was uh not utilizing all of my flipping time because i was spending it on building connor's uh halloween costume that big pink box now uh, he a used diva. that box, Diva. D- that's right. A good, a good memory from four months ago. Um, diva. He was Diva from Overwatch, and not just the character, but also the mech, like the giant pink, uh, like robot mech suit that she wears around. We built that. Uh, he wore it on Halloween for a house and a half, and then <laughs> yeah. realized that he couldn't stick his hands out far enough to to get the candy. So that was a good three weeks down the drain. Uh, but luckily, I had the Midwest Gaming Classic three weeks after Halloween. And he was able to wear the costume around. It's video. It's a video game-related costume. It's from a video game. He was able to wear it around. People uh, you know, they pointed. They smiled at it. They stopped him for pictures. Uh, he was having a blast walking around the whole convention. I think I talked about it on the show. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we had a
0: picture of it, too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we did. And now I've got the Midwest Gaming Classic coming up again in a- uh, April, maybe beginning of May, somewhere around there. And they're starting to plug it. And I recently got a... Um, like one of those Facebook ads where it's just like a sponsored ad that's like made for me based on the stuff that I search. This is the ad I got. Midwest Gaming Classic, Wisconsin Center, April 29th through May May 1st, 2022. And then in the background, oh. it has four pictures. In the upper left-hand corner that's is my funny. son in his costume, um, which is awesome. The I showed this to him. I showed my wife this. She loved it. Uh, he loved it which is awesome. The, I mean, it's not, I don't love it because they didn't contact me for like permission to use them in it, but I think that's in like the agreement of if you come to the show, we have the uh, potential to use you in our advertising in the future. Uh, it's fine. I, ju- I just thought it was a cool thing that this, uh, when originally I did not think this costume was going to pay off after he wore it for a house and a half at Halloween. Uh, now it's a, he wore it at a convention. They're using it in advertising. It's getting all sorts of play all over the place.
0: Good job, Connor there you go Good yeah word.
1: connor yeah he did all the work for that thing you know how much <laughs> pink duct tape is that's that was the most expensive part of that thing that would all make right. you
0: angry that would yeah
1: the uh next thing i have kino watch 2022 i've got an update on this. oh have no. you have you
0: seen this no not at all
1: all right kino watch let's see
0: i saw that you posted on twitter or something like that
1: Not about Kino Watch. I just wanted to know. I think I just put a question mark. Kino Watch 2022 question mark. Um, I checked today for just... I just checked Kino Storytime sold listings. And as of five days ago, a Kino Storytime Volume 2. Wow. VHS. A VHS of uh, Kino. What? Sold for $40 five days ago. Wow. This is right up our alley, by the way. That's what I'm saying. So... One, if you see Kino story time on VHS, pick it up because apparently it's rare. Two, VHS are back up and selling, baby. <laughs> 3 I got to think that okay if you weren't following Kino's story Kino was a uh, a puppet that one of our listeners uh, found at a thrift store or somewhere and they they it just spoke to them they knew they had to ha- they had to get it originally they were thinking that they could possibly get $60 for it but there were no sold listings no active listings no history of this puppet ever selling Uh, previous. So they basically just got the name, their price. We told them to shoot for the moon. They went for the sun and listed it for $500 and it's still currently active, still not sold. But, and and we didn't know if 500 was too high. We have to assume it's too high. He does that best offer on, so who knows what happens. But now one of the VHS, uh, uh, VHS, which normally go for a buck or two, no matter, you know, depending on the,
0: the topic sold for $40. Yeah, man, that's a that's a good sign. That's a good sign. That's a real good sign. That's
1: what I'm saying. That's a real good sign for our five hundred dollar
0: puppet. That means there's somebody out there who goes, I need to watch kino and I need to spend $40 to watch it. And also, I probably need a VCR. <laughs>
1: I, the other thing, I just realized this. I, I think we need to get the seller of this Kino VHS tape on the show. Oh. That guy was shooting for the moon too. Yeah, good I, gotta, I gotta imagine that there's not a ton of Kino VHS available on eBay. So he just set his price at $40, just a shot in the dark. Somebody wanted to buy. Oh, this, is, this got my hopes up that Kino was gonna sell for $500. Kino Watch okay. continues. Kino Watch 2022. Hopefully that goes into 2023. I just want... <laughs> hopefully that this just leads to a spin-off Kino podcast. Um, you were talking earlier about um, your habits and your New Year's resolution and what you're trying to do. I've been watching more and more uh, YouTube videos on eBay stuff. And uh, one of them is Daily Refinement, an eBay seller. I, I've talked about him before.
0: I was actually watching one of his things this week. It was about how to make a hundred grand in a year or something like that. That
1: man is a machine. Yeah, he that, is. that was the guy I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. That has twenty-seven thousand listings currently active on eBay. He goes through his product on a weekly basis or daily basis, and yeah, I think it's daily basis, and checks one percent of his inventory every day to make sure that it's still there and listed on eBay. He has a couple um,
0: employees who just do listing for him like yeah. all day or whatever.
1: Man is he's a, a mogul in the eBay world. Um, I was watching one of his videos and he just he basically just reinstated everything that we've heard previous, but hearing him say it really made me want to try it. I heard this on I think I saw the video Tuesday night. And it's not anything we've, we haven't heard before, but for whatever reason, it really spoke to me this time. So Tuesday night, he posted a video and he was listing like the do's and don'ts of eBay and what you want to do to keep your store alive and flourishing. And it was like, make sure you're replying to to questions in a timely manner. Make sure you're shipping out when you should be shipping out. Make sure you're doing all that. And then in addition to that, he also said, uh, list five items a day And on eBay, and he didn't just mean a day, he means seven days a week. He's not talking five business days. He's talking about seven days a week, which I'd never heard before. I just, I didn't, I'm not saying I didn't assume it was seven days. I just never heard anyone specify that it wasn't Monday through Friday, that it was Sunday through Saturday um so he said 5 items a day and start do- making drafts and have some in the bank because if something happens to you he said you need like 70 items in the bank so 70 items that are just ready to go drafted and in, in your inventory but are not live which is essentially breaks down to four, uh, 2 weeks if you like if something happens to you, you go to the hospital. You have a family illness. Something happens. You're laid up for two weeks and cannot list. You can just go into your app and five items a day just activate these listings, which I thought was very smart. Have a backup plan for you. Um, so I'm not that far. I don't have a, a bank of anything yet, um, but I have been trying to list five items a day. And I started that Wednesday, and I did it Wednesday. I did it. I was. I mean, it was easy. It was, it's five items, right? It's nothing. I did it Wednesday, and then. Wednesday afternoon, I was going out of town. So Thursday, I was going to be gone all day, and I wasn't coming home till late. So I banked, for the first time, I made five drafts on Wednesday so I could list them on Thursday during the day. Um, and that's that was more difficult than I thought it was because I'm. I, it's the same process. You go through the process like you're making an active listing, but at the bottom, instead of clicking submit listing, you just click the button to the right of that that says submit as a draft. I no joke i did two of those that were supposed to be drafts that i'm just in the habit of making them listings and from there i'm like oh well now i don't know how that works can i unlist them and keep them as draft and i I didn't unlist them i just kept them active and went in the basement and photographed two more random items and and listed them Um, but i was able to do that uh, activating the drafts on thursday i listed on friday uh listed Saturday, and then I listed again today. So I'm on a streak of five days, uh, or of, I don't know how many days, but it's almost a week. As of this Wednesday, it'll be a full week of doing this. And he said if you can do this for a full week, you will see some sort of uptick in your eBay store. Um, maybe not an uptick, but like if you were on not a regular schedule with eBay, he said it only takes one week of doing this to get your store back on track and to get your listings back In eBay's good graces, and they'll start listing and and pushing your items more than they normally would.
0: Yeah, and I think what some people listening might be thinking is, well, why why don't you just do twenty in one day, and then you don't do them for four days? And I think the point of that, because I've heard, well, I assume he's talking about it, and I've heard other full time sellers talk about it before. It's not the fact of how many items that you're listing within a you know five day period. It's the fact that you're doing it on a daily basis. Right. then it, it goes into that algorithm that people are talking about that that they think that it shows that you are adding every day consistently. Right. It just shows that you're an active eBay seller and taking care of your store on a daily basis. Daily basis. And that's the thing. Not, yeah. not the total amount, but that you're doing it every day, that you're consistently showing up and doing the same thing. And I think that's the theory behind doing five a day. Yeah. Instead of saying like, oh, well, I didn't do five yesterday, so I'll, I'll do, do 10, 10 today. today and yeah. then I won't do any tomorrow or whatever. And it was hard. Honestly, it was tough for me to be like, okay, I'm going
1: to put all this work in on, it was Wednesday to to create, in in uh, in actuality, it was 10 listings. I want to get those listings out there. I want to sell those products that I'm putting the work in. You're actually doing more harm than good by listing them all Wednesday instead of breaking them apart, doing five on Wednesday and then five on Thursday. It works to your benefit more. Yes, you have five listings that are not currently active, but in the long span of things, they're going to be be out there. They're going to be available to people. It's not like it's a time sensitive thing uh, for most of the items that you're listing. Um, it, It definitely helps you to draft them and then list them at a later date and do them five items a day. Um, another thing this guy was talking about that I, th- this is something that I'd never heard. I'd always heard, you know, list daily. I never heard about the quality of the listings, like the, if that matters or not. Um, and daily refinement specifically stated, I don't know how true this is, um, but in his opinion, um, he was stating that the, those five listings, they need to be items that you're going to profit. Meaning after eBay fees, I don't know if it includes shipping, but at least after eBay fees, you need to profit more than $10 and they have to be considered good brand products, meaning products that are not just going to sit, not junk items, right? Um, Which that part has me worried because I don't know how many of my, I don't know if He-Man from 1986 is a good uh, brand, you know what I mean? Or Mattel from 1986 is a good brand. Um, I have a lot of like those off brands or brands that don't exist anymore because they only sold those toys back in the eighties and nineties. And now they're under a different name or they just went out of business since then. So I don't know if my, if a lot of my listings even qualify as the, uh, you know, what they're looking for in terms of good brand. I'm just
0: hoping that they are. Yeah. And you know, if yours aren't, then mine definitely aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but you have more, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that you have more modern
1: stuff. You're doing I, appliances. I mean, your machine parts, sure. The, the the machine parts would fall under the same category yeah, as yeah. as mine are. But like, you have a lot more of, you're doing shoes and uh, you know, kitchen appliances and that kind of like everyday things that people just need. I'm doing stuff specifically for collectors.
0: I think we're both probably de- in decent shape. Cause I hope so. I when hope so. you said He-Man, I was kind of like, yeah, I wonder about that. But then you said Mattel and I'm like, yeah, Mattel, Hasbro. I mean, those are That's got to be good. Like
1: if I agree, the- but it's not every
0: listing that I have a He-Man
1: figure that I include the word Mattel in.
0: Yeah, but also you listed all these Funko's and Dragon Ball Z and sure. I mean, I think it's a majority of pretty good stuff that you have whereas I have like du hast german engineered <laughs> everything you sell is silver right yeah yeah so i'm with him
1: okay that was just a concern of mine it's daily refinement is a great follow on youtube he's got a ton and ton of good information for like long-term ebay sellers
0: yeah and i want to jump in just one little thing uh with that video that i watched i think it was a video that was like how to make a hundred grand profit in a year and so it was like 22 tips or something like that to help you do it and and I was like, this is going to be a good refresher for me. And like like you said, a lot of it is stuff that we've talked about that we already know about. It's just put in a nice video. Uh, and one thing where I realized that I am kind of slipping is not being a top seller anymore. I've slipped to being whatever. How did that happen? I think just because I've been kind of like, I changed everything to one day, you know, selling. Yeah. Uh, shipping or whatever. Shipping, yeah. I used to have it at three or four. Okay. Because I know myself, and you know, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. And you know, in trying to get better, I was like, yeah, put it at one, and make sure that you're doing it at one. And then now I realize that some days it's going to two, and I'm going, ah, is that really making a difference? And it, it, it really does. is Absolutely. making a difference. It does, <laughs> yeah. And it's so honestly, it doesn't matter. If you want clarification on that, it
1: doesn't matter when you ship. It does in the long term, but the what they're really looking at to justify that qualification for top seller is when the item arrives to the buyer. If you sell if okay. you have one day shipping and meaning that it will arrive within three days if you sell it uh, if you ship it on the next day, um, even if you ship it within two days, as long as it arrives within that three-day window, that still qualifies it still keeps you in line with what they're looking for as a top seller, but most of the time that doesn't happen.
0: But the other thing that he brought up was when you bring it to the post office, they need it to be scanned within like one day of shipping. And not just scanned, but like each individually scanned item. So not the sheets that uh, USPS Marty's been trying to get me to do, because all that does is collects all the boxes, and then they eventually have to scan them all separately. Uh, So Daily Refinement was saying like this is a... This is something that you could bring up to the post office and be like, hey. Did he
1: specifically say do not use the manifest?
0: I, I mean, unless I'm having a weird dream or something like that. I'll send I you need the to video. Look into that.
1: I was under the impression that when they scan the manifest, which is a list of like everything that you've printed out for that day, that that does, reg- then at that point, if the person clicks on tracking information on eBay, it will
0: say that it is scanned. Well, here's what we'll do. Um, I will send you the video. I've I've definitely been wrong many times before. <laughs> I can test this on Tuesday when the when the post office opens. But we'll see, and we'll get back to it next week, and we'll, we'll remind me. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll write that down. You you're on the clock. <laughs> yeah, I'll. <laughs> well, my clock time's over. I'm good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it is time. It's time for some GST. GST, if you are new to the show, is Garage Sale Talk. This is when me and PeeWee talk about what we found at garage sales this week. And oh my God, it's another week that we don't have garage sales because we live in the Midwest and it's been snowing like crazy, uh, except for today where the snow all disappeared. But uh, whatever, we don't have garage sales, so sometimes it's goodwill sales talk. Sometimes it's... I don't even remember. Got some things. Whatever it is. <laughs> this is just when we get to talk to each other about what we found for the week and maybe learn some new things. And you guys can hopefully learn from a little bit of what we're talking about. I got 10 items for you, PeeWee. Yeah. 10 items. I do it like the fact that we are still doing pretty decent uh, sourcing, even without the oh, garage sure. sales. But man, am I salivating for like April or me, oh,
1: give me a bin of stuff. Give me, a, give me. A, I want to take
0: a tote home. I want to throw that tote away. I, I'm, I'm, I'm drooling over that. I just want to go to a garage sale without even looking at it and give them a hundred dollars and take their stuff. <laughs> just give me all of it. All right, let's start things off. My first item here is a Mickey Mouse uh, Christmas napkin holder.
1: That's oh, right.
0: Boy that's right okay uh, the Chachki's aisle my friend quickly oh, becoming yeah. one of my yeah. favorite aisles there is official the- aisle that's brought to you by the flips and bumps <laughs> podcast <laughs> and I'm actually making that uh, up or I'm wrong because this was definitely in the Christmas aisle which I've been looking at uh-huh. a lot <laughs> yeah that's smart and by the way, I've I've had a bunch of Christmas stuff come in. Some I'm not even gonna talk about on the show because there's too much Christmas stuff I have and it's wow. it doesn't even make sense. I did come across another what was it called? Jemmy G E M M Y. Yeah. One of those dancing Santas. Okay. I came across one, but it's so big that I was like, I don't want this. <laughs>
1: Um, all right, tell me about this Mickey Mouse napkin holder.
0: All right, so for this Mickey Mouse thing, Disney—I uh, think the company is called Anesco or something like that. E N E S C O. Yeah, that looks like it. Um, this thing caught my eye because it is Disney. It is, you know, it's Mickey Mouse or whatever, uh, and so I looked at it. It's two ninety nine, and I decided to look it up, and I didn't. Nowhere on it does it say Anesco, so I searched um, Mickey napkin Christmas or something like that. And already a bunch of them popped up anywhere from 30 to 40 bucks plus shipping. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Some of them do come with the box. Some of them do not come with the box, took this thing home, realized there's actually a chip on it. Um, but it's on the back of the ear. It's not that big, but it is in my listing. I had to list it. And so I listed it right around like 20 or 25 bucks instead Still, you know, make a couple bucks on it if it sells. Hopefully, it sells. That's what I was going to ask. This uh, the sold listing that you included
1: obviously isn't yours. It said sold December third. Yeah, there are currently three available on eBay. Yours is the lowest available at twenty four free shipping. The next highest is forty seven plus shipping. Um, But the going to the sold listings, the that one that you have that you pulled on December Mm third, that's the most recent listing for this thing. Do you have any concerns about Christmas stuff? In
0: February, um, yeah, but I, I'm also just like, let's build an inventory, you know, it's okay, either going like to that. sell or it's going to be part of an inventory, and I hope it sells. But the bigger concern for me was the chip over the Christmas sure. item, you know what yeah, I mean? Agreed. Like, once I saw that, I was like, ah, it's got to be, you know, a little bit cheaper now, so yeah, no, it makes sense. It, I mean,
1: it looks good from the front. I think, I think your price is dead on for that. Uh, the
0: second thing. Okay, now this one was, this is one for me. (laughs) Um, This thing is called Lip Grips Rock and Roll Note Holders. It is uh, the guitar hog is what it is. It's a pig. It's a punk rock pig. And he's playing a guitar. And at the bottom of his feet, you see like yellow post-it notes. It's like a post-it note holder. Wow. Uh, but I saw <laughs> this thing and I said, well, look, I'm getting this thing no matter what because I, I like it. Uh, it's just will this thing ever sell? I don't know. Okay. Uh, according to the solds of the last 90 days, no, it's not going to sell. <laughs> uh, there, are no- there are a ton active and there are no sold listings for yeah, this thing. Yeah, so it looks like it's just an early present for me. But I did put in some additional words that I didn't see other people put in, like guitarist, gift, that's unique. Uh, just trying to maybe get some random looks from people who wouldn't think, and they would go, "Oh yeah, I know a guitarist. He, he would love this. He loves hogs <laughs> or whatever." <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's the bad news. No solds, but three ninety nine looks cool in the box. I figured give it a chance and, now i've looked
1: uh, at your last two listings this and the mickey mouse napkin holder on both of those you still have them at three-day shipping did you change it back from one day to three day
0: no that's interesting maybe look into that yeah that I might was be continue. hurting you as a top seller well look i'm a medium seller at <laughs> mid. Okay. let's give you a shot at least i'm a mid at best uh number three Purdue Boilermakers corduroy hat. That's right. If you need corduroy hats and you support Midwest colleges, I am your place to go to. The <laughs> Purdue Boilermakers. This hat came with the tag still on it. Uh, somebody who was looking through the hats put it down, and, uh, and I thought maybe he saw something or whatever. and uh, And I picked it up, and I didn't see anything crazy about it. It was just this old vintage corduroy hat. There was a bunch of them listed, not one that sold exactly like this, I don't think, or maybe okay. just one and it was a while ago. Um, th- there were a couple listed, uh, I think around like 50, 60 bucks. And so I think I put it at like 69.95 uh, because it's the only one with tags. And I got a very low offer for it and countered with like 45 or something like that. Uh, and the guy took it and paid immediately. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. I don't yeah absolutely Who For cares? three bucks absolutely yeah so yeah nice show thank you purdue and uh that only cost <laughs> two ninety nine and turned it into 45 bucks a couple days after it came in so that's, that's great. a nice one next up is a MyGo tv portable seven inch tv this thing looks like a psp kind of yeah. the playstation right. handheld thing i, I kind of like it you know like if i watched enough tv and i was on the road somewhere like it, maybe it's something to bring along i don't know not too many that have sold uh but they are selling anywhere from like 30 to 50 bucks and uh it's a seven inch tv that you bring with you i paid 6.99 for it and i'm hoping it sells eventually i'll i'll put it probably around 50 bucks 40 50 bucks maybe 40 plus shipping something like that and see okay. if it goes uh it's in great condition too i i don't know if the person actually used the thing it comes with an adapter and all this stuff so uh, where did you find this was this in the glass case this was in this was on the shelf oh uh, really? That's but i believe okay. i believe they had just put it on the shelf because they were putting stuff out in electronics so i might have just been there at the right time okay seems good based on the active listings next up is oster uh, i keep Finding Oster things. Yeah, we O-S-T-E-R. just talked about these guys. Didn't yeah, we? I had that fondue pot. Uh, a yeah. Goff says he's going to buy it off me because uh, he's Perfect. a big he's a big fondue guy. I don't know if you know about that <laughs> since '97. There's one thing I know about Goff: it's that he's a big fondue guy. <laughs> uh, his second child's middle name actually <laughs> melting <laughs> pot. Melting. <laughs> pot. So this is the Oster <laughs> milkshake blender blade. It's like a replacement blade part number 6670. Uh, caught my eye because it's like new old stock, okay. never been used or whatever. Ooh, that price? Seventy-five cents. This is at my Sasha's thrift store, Sasha's secret shop. That's <laughs> it right had to be, yeah. Uh, Seventy-five cents and sells for about fifteen bucks plus shipping. It's the size of a golf ball, so uh, I, you know, not huge money, but why not? Toss it in. Yeah, it takes no, it takes no room. Yeah, yep. that's fine. Yeah, uh, I also found some computer chips there. I didn't send you this, but they were like new old stock like computer i don't even know what they are with packaging with packaging and everything and so i was like all right there was a bunch of them on on ebay as solds but i can't tell like which one's the exact one i had to look deeper into it which is why i didn't send it to you i was like i don't i didn't do the homework yeah i wouldn't know much either it'd be better off going to producer tony and i bought it for 50 cents so i was like okay we'll flip a coin and uh it will be a 50 cent coin Next up is maybe my find of the week here. Um, I found some more Jordans. These are the second pair of Jordans that i found in the past couple of weeks. These are Jordan 3 Retros. They are black with elephant print on them. They are not in bad condition. They're a little bit dirty, but they're not like ripped. The the paint is all there. The shoelaces are all nice. The soles are nice. Uh, It does need to be cleaned up a little bit. That picture that I took is just... That's not how I post pictures with the goodwill price tag on them and, and <laughs> dirty shoes um, these I looked them up they were in the middle of the bins in that store that I went to that I haven't been to in a while yeah and uh and I think somebody was upset c- that I got to them first these things go for a hundred to three hundred bucks whoa um, yeah and uh and they're in like I said not in bad shape I paid nine ninety nine for them the the sold comp that I put up there on our YouTube page that you could see is for a hundred bucks plus 10 shipping. That's kind of like the low end. And those are actually in like, I'd say similar, maybe a little worse condition than the ones that I have. When you saw these, what about them made you want to grab them? Just, I don't know any. I don't know very much about Jordans, but I saw the Jordan logo. Okay. It was the Jordan logo on the
1: tongue. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, And I was like, okay, well then uh, look these up. And so then you, you know, take a look at the little tag that's on them. It gives you a six digit number, a dash, and then a three digit number. Which okay. is like the product and the color and all that stuff. And once you put that in, it gives you all everything oh, of that shoe. Perfect. And uh yeah, so it's only searching those shoes, you know. Now tons of them sell and they sell for, like I said, hundred to three hundred bucks. So
1: that will typing that number into eBay will give you the shoe because I have to imagine that somebody else used that number in their listing. Do you then get that name of the of the shoe from eBay and then make another sh- uh, search of the
0: name of the shoe and then search it that way if it's uh if it doesn't come up with enough listings like okay. it, let's say there's only two then. listings of it then I'll kind of see if it's called like hyperforce or something then I'll I'll use that word You know, Nike, HyperForce. Okay, that's smart. As long as, yeah,
1: I I like the caveat of there has to be enough listings for me to go off of it that way to prove a point. It's the same reason that I don't solely uh, search things based off of the UPC scan. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Because somebody could obviously not type in the UPC information when they're making a listing. We've talked about this before. And they could have a, a listing available for, you know, half the price that the ones that have the UPC available
0: for. Yep, 100%. Uh, Next up, I'm going to stick with shoes here. These shoes are called Mephisto Cool Air Loafers. I found these at the same store day before in the middle bins. So it's just stuff that they're bringing out. Um, $6.99. The reason why these caught my eye were because, A, I would, if they were in my size, I would have bought them for myself. These are beautiful shoes. But I've heard the name Mephisto before, M-E-P-H-I-S-T-O, as far as they are a high-priced shoe. And I, I've only seen them out in the wild one time. And this guy was asking 200 bucks for his Mephisto shoes. And I was like, yeah, I'm not paying 200 bucks for anything at this point. (laughs) Uh, And so I saw these and honestly, I didn't even look them up. Uh, I was just like, I'm going to take a shot on these things. They look cool anyway. And, and I know that the brand is a good brand and I got them and I looked them up and they're going anywhere right around like 40 bucks plus shipping. And they've sold a couple of them that are the exact same style. Uh, and color and all that kind of stuff. So That's awesome. Happy with those. Next up is the Where am I here? Uh okay. All right. We're going to Christmas baby. This was in the Christmas aisle and this was on the top shelf cuz it didn't fit in the regular shelf apparently. Oh, no, oh, huge. Not that big. Maybe a little bigger than a basketball, but still Okay. Uh, like big. a basketball in a box, like a retail box. Uh 1997 Mr. Christmas is the name of the company which I fully support. <laughs> it is a it's a carousel and so it plays like a bunch of different songs. Um oh it's wow. 499 uh, this one in particular this year and style goes for around 50-60 bucks plus shipping. Some of these things go into the hundreds of dollars range. Sure. Some of them have little some of this, like the carousel will be the centerpiece and it'll even have parts that are like the line that you go back and forth in the carnival to that goes around it or what, you know, it it can be like this whole big thing. They they also sell boxes of just the horses as like uh, replacement parts. Okay. Like carousel parts or whatever. There seems to be a lot of money in this Mr. Christmas thing. So what I didn't do was uh while i was in the store i didn't take a close look at like this exact model but when i took it home i went through and i was like okay there's enough here that i'm going to be able to sell this thing 50-60 bucks plus shipping uh tested it out it works it's got all the parts it's not cracked anywhere so i'm very happy with that paid 499 How did This is the type of thing that when I'm looking in the tchotchke aisle or the Halloween aisle or the
1: Christmas aisle of Goodwill, this is the type of thing I will look up. What did you look up to determine that, or what did you find on it or where on it did you find that it said uh, Mr. Christmas? On the bottom, it
0: had a tag. Okay, Uh, that's helpful. Oddly enough, didn't have a year. It did have something that said like date code, um, which might be like, you know, a set of numbers and letters that you look up on a website to see... Uh, what year it comes from. I I tried doing that actually to see this and I couldn't find it. The the reason I found the year was because I found actual exact comps of it on eBay. So I'm going by the eBay comps. And then Um, the
1: listing that you included here, uh, the other two words in it say Disney and Mickey. Is this a Disney product? No, I think they just put that in there. Um, (laughs) Just no matter what their their listing is, they just put Disney and Mickey. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I like that strategy, okay.
0: Or or maybe they know something that I don't know about it, which is you know could very much be the case. But Mister Christmas I is the name it. of this thing, which yeah, is a like great, which sounds like a Hulk Hogan movie. So <laughs> next up is this I is purchased because why would I not purchase this? I've never seen one of these in my life in uh, in person. I got the club, my friend, <laughs> like the classic car protection club. Yes, with the keys. It's like orange instead of red. I love this thing. Oh, that's interesting. I, um, is that a new? Is it faded or is that like a different model than we're used to? I would assume that it was a faded version, but then I looked up and there was like a yellow one and a different shade of orange one, so I don't really know. Do the uh, kids
1: know what a club is?
0: I don't know, but I've wanted a club since before I had a car. I was like, when I grow up and have a car, I'm going to protect it with the club. And I've never actually seen one in person. And it was five bucks. And I, I kind of didn't want to spend five bucks on this thing. And it doesn't really pay out either, by the way. it's It sells for like 15 to 20 plus shipping. So it's like, you know, a couple bucks or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But I just like the fact that I have a club. And the lady was like, oh, this was from Sasha's secret shop. Oh, okay. uh, and The lady was like, I just put this out. And I was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> glad I got this thing. And then I glad helped her put... Um, what are those things? Crockpots on the top shelf. She was very glad I did that. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing, the last thing, this was uh, another thing that I found at the Goodwill that I haven't visited to in a while. This is something that $1.99 is what I paid for it. If I go to any of my other Goodwills, this is definitely a $3.99 to $4.99 or higher item. It's a uh, pedometer, the Omron O M R O N, which I've sold many of these before, brand new in the case HJ one fifty one. And look, I'm happy anytime I could get an HJ. You- <laughs> what? <are you> doing? <laughs> what uh, I knew. I was gonna. All sorry never mind. I don't no, see I them often, so it's it's nice when I see yeah. it. I know that I'm gonna have a good day. You know. <laughs> okay. Dollar ninety nine. Uh, already sold this thing for nineteen ninety five 95 free shipping, so it made oh. me 10 bucks or whatever. Uh, little product. I like these little $10 items that are just easy to ship and easy to list and uh, don't take very much time. And that's about it. So Hilarious. that's it for me, Wee.
1: It's a good week. You got a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, this is like not even half the stuff that I got this week, just kind of stuff that I thought would be a little bit more interesting, like the club. Wow. There you go. Definitely don't forget the club. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't leave that out. Um, I
1: believe I included everything I picked up this week. Um, it was it's not a lot, but there's some uh, like I said, there's some juicy stuff to talk about. Um, here's some stuff to keep an eye out for. I was at Goodwill and saw this. The my Goodwill uh, it's the Star Trek Deep Space Nine seasons four through six DVD set. My Goodwill charges six ninety nine for DVD sets. Uh, so it was expensive, but this one specifically, keep an eye out for Star Trek Deep Space Nine for whatever reason, this one sells for anywhere between 30 and $40, uh, which isn't typical of most DVD sets. So I was I was very surprised to see that. I don't even know the reason that I looked this up, uh, but I did, and it paid
0: off. It's just seasons four, four through six. six? Yeah. Wow. I just sold uh, Star Trek Deep Season Nine, the complete box series. We talked about it a couple weeks ago i found them they were five bucks a piece it's seven series but they're all individual uh-huh so i paid 35 and i sold them for 85 plus shipping that's interesting um, so i yeah, wonder
1: what, i don't remember if this had a upc on it or not i wonder if this is like part
0: of that box set and i don't know that's think like, so. there just aren't many okay yeah. Because they were all separate, so it wouldn't have been four through yeah, six. Yeah, putting four they through they six together. Okay. It, it
1: would also, this thing's also very thick. If, they, if we have all you know nine seasons or whatever it is, the, the whole box set would be huge. So hopefully that's not the case. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I spent six bucks on it. It's not the end of the world either way. But as of right now, according to eBay sold listings, uh, that's about what this thing goes for.
0: Yeah, and by the way, just I, I keep telling you, any way that they can resell us DVDs over and over again, they're going to do it. And uh, and I've got the night court waiting for whenever anybody needs to borrow. This.
1: <laughs> Another DVD I picked up. These are some that I always uh, look for. It's like the triple A indie titles. Um, this one specifically was a. It's called Crash Man Down. It's like snowmobiling and snowboarding, different snow sports, and it's crashes. Um, so not a your typical DVD that you would find in Walmart. Probably the only way to get this is at like a punk show or a, you know, a third party, um, somebody who put this out directly. And, uh, this one, I spent a dollar 99 on it. It goes for about uh, 20 bucks, $22. Um, nothing to write home about, but these are the type of things that I look out for when I go to Goodwill and I scan the DVD section. I'm not looking for, you know, face off or, or, I mean, I'm looking for face off for myself, (laughs) but if they have that, or, um, what's the, what's the prison, um, Nicholas Cage, Con Air. Oh, if they have Con Air. I bought every copy they have of it for myself. Would you name your son after a Nicholas Cage movie? <laughs> Absolutely, Connor Con Air. Um, yeah. So if you if you see anything third party or independent title that you see DVD wise, or I mean book wise, but it's harder to tell um, DVD specifically, um, if you see them third party or independent, uh, independently produced, uh, look them up. They're at least worth looking up and looking into. When I, uh, I said I was out of town Wednesday afternoon, all day Thursday, got home Thursday night. When I was out, I had some free time. I was up uh, about three hours away from where I was at and had some free time. And during that free time, I went around to every pawn store. Um, I was going to Walmarts. I was going to tar- Targets. I was going to any Goodwill, any mom and pop thrift store and any video game store I could find. I had, I had a couple hours to burn and I, I definitely utilized it to the best of my ability, but I didn't come back with that much stuff. They really didn't have that much stuff. Um, one store that I spent a, the majority of the money in was a video game store and I picked up all of this. So everything you see here, it's five different items. It's two books that are, um, again, this is a video game store, uh, Sega Genesis Strategy Guides. And they're an independent party. Both of these were not put out by Sega themselves. One is called The Ultimate Sega Strategy Guides for the Master System and Genesis. And the other one is Compute's Guide to Sega Genesis. Uh, Both those books were $4.99 apiece and each one should go for between 30 and $40. Just old strategy guides by third parties because they weren't that common, especially stuff like this, and that's old. Not I'm not talking 360 or PS3. It's got to be like original vintage uh, Nintendo, Genesis, Game Boy, like the original systems. Even like Super Nintendo and 64 is almost out of that range, but like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, and Genesis guides that weren't made by Nintendo or Genesis can go for decent money. Keep an, out, uh, an eye out for those. Uh, And then the other three are soundtracks. So for video games. And the the only way you can really get these soundtracks most of the time, they're usually like add-on bonuses when you pre-order a game or um, they come in like big box sets and they're part of a collector series and they they pieced it out. Uh, So for whatever reasons, uh, there are collectors out there that do look to complete their sets and, and complete their collections and they need these pieces. So I got each one. I paid up for some of these. I paid $50 total for all five items. Um, so some of these uh, soundtracks were $15. I think the single disc by itself was uh, $5. And total, the five items, I should be able to clear about $120 before fees on.
0: So that was yeah. that was a good stop. Do you know if there's any uh, money, this is video game related, obviously, but like old, what were they called? Game Pro or like Game Informer magazines?
1: Game Informer, no. Game Pro, yes. Game Pro is at least looking up. Game Informer's not. Reason being, Game Informer is the free magazine that EB Games and GameStop would send out. Oh, okay. Game Informer still exists. Um, GameStop is still sending out free copies if you have a subscription with their store. Oh, really? So there are tons of those cop- uh, those magazines out there. Game Pro and Nintendo Power are definitely magazines you want to keep an eye out for. If you can find any of those that are um, early, like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and 64 era, if they're in good condition, they can be decent money. Uh, while I was also out, the only other thing I picked up on that trip was this uh, graphic novel. It's a Justice, Justice League of America, ultra marine, uh, marine Corps. It's just a DC superhero, Superman, Batman graphic novel. Uh, picked this up for $5. I can get about 22 to 25 for it. Um, ships media mail, so I figured why not. You're all
0: media this week. It's. So. Um, that's right.
1: It's, nice I, it's change a, of pace. That ends there. Um, <laughs> it's I'm going back to old ways. Uh, a few weeks ago, I talked about picking up a ton of uh, Monster High dolls at Goodwill. I went in at Goodwill in the morning, and their Barbie section was just overtaken by Monster High dolls. And I took a shot on them. I just grabbed his – uh, I mean, you know me. When I go into Goodwill, I don't get a cart. And I also don't want to ever leave stuff on the shelf and go get a cart. So when I got the Monster High dolls, I just started loading my arms up with them as much as I could and grabbed every one of them and then just tried to waddle over to a cart and dump them into them and then figure out what I want to do from there. Uh, Luckily, that panned out for me. All of the Monster High dolls had the accessories and the clothes from that doll on them uh, the correct way. They weren't like mixed and matched, so I didn't have to do any sorting. And I only paid $2 a piece for them. And I've already listed all those. Those are real easy lists. And uh, I've already, I mean, made my money back. And then some on them, they're selling pretty easily. Definitely a good buy. I ran into a similar situation, I think, maybe Friday morning. It's either Wednesday or Friday morning. I went to Goodwill and I... A similar situation. I went to the doll section, and in the Barbie section, this time it was overtaken by all these plastic bags. And inside these plastic bags were filled with Bratz dolls. Um, it was one doll per bag, but then inside that bag was the doll dressed in clothes, wearing some accessories, and then additional accessories in each one of the bags. Um, and then when I looked at the at the prices of each one of these, they were only a dollar ninety nine. So again, two dollars per doll. I did go down the Monster High dolls. Okay, let's load up my arms and try to go back to a cart and dump them in there. And I actually spent some time. I In the store, I took a couple of them out of the bags after I put them all in the cart to like place my dibs on them. And I started trying to look them up because I know absolutely nothing about Bratz dolls. Um, these were dolls from like early 2000, 2001 to 2005. And I know nothing about them. I don't know the names. I don't know how many there are. Based on what I was looking up, I was like, okay, yeah, there are Bratz dolls that are worth something. They all seem to be like Just a single doll, because they're so old, if it's complete, they seem to be going for anywhere between $20 and $35, sometimes more.
0: Wow!
1: Right. Awesome. Right. I've got, uh, there's 26 of them here in this cart. Woo. Right. At $2 a piece times 26 times, you know, let's say I get $20 a piece for them. That's $400 on the low end. So I I obviously grab them all. I I don't think I left any. With the monster hideouts, I did leave some because they were missing like a hand or a foot or a leg or something. These all were complete. I didn't leave a single one behind. Um, When I got them home, I I tried to take a better picture of them at home. But I mean, this is basically the same picture, just them laid out better. Um, Still in bags, still everything. And before I put all the work into these, I was like, okay... When I did this with the Monster High dolls, I picked five at random. I talked about this here. I picked five at random and I brought them up to this desk here and searched them on eBay and determined their value from there. And I said, okay, if these five are worth putting on eBay, I'm going to blindly photograph the rest of the Monster High lot individually and, you know, by doll. And then I'm just going to hope that I don't have a $7 or $5 doll in there um, and I will list them from and And I'll come back up here to the computer and start listing them. And at that point is when I'll start doing my research and figuring out how much they were. And luckily, when I did the Monster High dolls, it, it panned out. I didn't have a single doll that was worth under, you know, $20. Um, with the Bratz dolls, when I got them home, I brought them upstairs. And I quickly realized that that these dolls are worth money. But these dolls are not wearing the correct clothes. And they are not bagged with the correct accessories. Mm-hmm. There are 26 of these that are all mixed up and they all have like five different accessories per bag. I, I got to think that they just that Goodwill just got a bin of these all loose, not pre bagged like they are now. And they just and in the bin was just a handful of, you know, accessories, just tons of accessories. And they just took a handful and put a handful in each one of the bags. And then some kid when they when they were playing with these dolls, I got to imagine they were just mixing up the, the clothes and just doing whatever they wanted to do what kids do. So I'm in a predicament. Um, there are a lot of these dolls and it's not even like the shirt is with the correct pants on a doll. Like they are all over the place and they made, I, I, based on my research, I want to say that they made over a hundred different versions of these dolls. And to make it even worse, there's like only six characters you know what I mean? So now I've got, if there was a hundred different characters, and I'm just talking about like a naked doll to name them and figure out what because they all have different makeup on, right? But it's like different shades of blue mixed with different shades of pink or white. So like, how long do I need to first strip off all the clothes of these dolls, put them into the groups of okay, this one's Jasmine and this one's Joey and this and this one's you know Dominic, um, and then from there figure out like Dominic. which. Right, which, and then I need to figure out which Dominic I have. I've got six of them. Which which one did is this sports Dominic or is this like computer uh, uh, tech, uh, technician Dominic? Like which one do I have? And then I need to go through and find the accessories for you know sports Dominic and surfing Dominic. How much work do I need to do? I want to put into this stuff. Um, so here, let me give you an example of I don't know what I want to do right now. One option, obviously, is do that. Right, strip them make piles. Okay. Here's piles of all the shirts. Here's piles of all the shoes. Here's piles of all the, the pants of all the accessories, no matter what it is, whether it's a purse earrings or necklace or whatever it is. And here's a pile of all the dolls. Then I have to go through and figure out Okay, what doll is this or what set of accessories does this shirt go to and start there? Okay, I've got the shirt from the firefighter. Let me see if I can find the pants from the firefighter and the, the ladder for the fire. you know, whatever it is. Do I want to go through all that or do I just want to wash my hands of this and lot them all up and just sell them in one big lot? Okay, here's a bunch of dolls. Here's a bunch of clothes. Here's a bunch of everything you got here. I want $300. You guys figure it out. Let me show you, I want your opinion on this, but first take a look at some examples that I pulled. First of all, here's six examples. All six of these sold today, right? They all sold February 20th. The first one that we're going to look at is, I'm not going to go into detail here, but just look on the top. One single doll has a bunch of accessories, is closed, sold for $140. Next to that, a single doll Again, it looks like it's the same seller the way they have it set up. Single doll, uh, accessories, clothes, whatever, $77. Go down to the bottom, bottom right, four dolls, all dressed, have shoes, no extra accessories for the $4 total, $20. Jeez. Right, and then in between that, there's lots of, this is a lot of $20 with clothes and accessories for $40. There's 10 of them. Um, This is four dolls clothes and shoes $70 and then this is a lot of $29 $200 but best offer was accepted
0: right how do I know this is not a hatch tar special he can't
1: I have not messaged him yet and asked hey do you know anything about brats (laughs) but I don't think the answer is going to be yes if I do that It could be. I mean, that would be an easy solution if the answer is yes. I, he does
0: have a couple daughters. It's possible, but un- unlikely. What are the, what's the subject or what's the actual title for one of those single dolls at the top? What does it say?
1: Bratz it- Girls' Night Out Sasha and Bratz Girls' Night Out Dana. Maybe I just look up the Girls' Night Out one. Did you say Dan and Sasha? <laughs> <laughs> I said, though I did say Sasha and the other one's Dana.
0: Oh, <laughs> that is hilarious. That's, that's yeah. pretty close. Also, I go by Pee Wee here. Um, oh, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about uh, okay, <laughs> someone else. Um, Dana Brooke is who I was talking good, about for good WWE goal, good Superstar. <laughs> anyway, what do I do? Okay, so it's not by year or anything like that. No. that I mean I cut off the situation. titles here, but no, it's 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 uh, all over. I don't know, man. That's. Because- I run,
1: I could do it as an auction. The like the the one for one forty was an auction, but the auction started at one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, that tells me absolutely nothing other than
0: that it's an expensive doll. But you can't look through and and just see if you have that one hundred and forty dollar doll. Like it's not. The the problem is I do have a doll that
1: has that face, but the makeup is a little different.
0: Yeah, I so can. Then it's probably not the same no it could be the same I just haven't gone through and checked does the eyeshadow match and do you have accessories that look the same I, I haven't they're yeah. all still bagged they all still look exactly like this and you're right it's like how much work do you want to put into this thing if you want to put in the work if it's going to be $140 a doll of course but you don't want to put it in if it's going to be $5 four, a doll bottom yeah, right $4 right? for yeah. 22 Ugh. yeah
1: I don't I don't know what to do um, I don't want, I've got time. So it's not like the research would go wasted. It'd be a learning experience, but at the same time, it's, it's, I could just take an easy out. I'm definitely going to make money on this. You know, bottom line is yeah. I'm going to even the bottom, right? The worst one, the four, the $4 that sold for $22. They're still selling for over $5 a piece. I bought yeah. them all for $2 a piece. I'm going to at least double my money. Um, I have no worries about that, but I do want to try to maximize as much as I can without investing the next week
0: into this. Yeah, we definitely got to contact the hatch tar in this situation. I, I
1: will definitely send a feeler message out there and see <laughs> if he knows anything about this stuff. I just don't have high hopes on that, obviously. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated on my on my brat stuff. Um, so that, that was the the. I was going to say the biggest purchase that I made this week, but technically the next one is, um, even though I didn't make the purchase this week. The next one is the one that you teased earlier, I believe. The one that you wanted to talk about, the one that you messaged me about and gave me like googly eyes when you saw that it was a sold listing. Mm, um, yes. About... This, this is messed up to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let, let me talk about it first and then I will get your thoughts on it. Um, so about a year ago, Hasbro announced that they were going to start doing these projects where it was probably more than a year ago, actually, but whatever, it was, you know, a year, year and a half ago, they announced that they're going to start doing Kickstarter like projects where they're going to announce a very large toy and it's going to have a very large price tag with it. But if enough people pre-order it and if they get to a certain threshold, they will make that item. Uh, the The item that they first started out with in the Star Wars realm, this was something that was done years ago. Um, this was done with Jabba's what is it? Jabba's barge? Jabba the Hutt's barge, which was his big ship, and it was the only thing of his kind. So in the movie Star Wars, this ship was the biggest thing you'd ever seen. It was the size of like a building, and it was it housed, you know, Jabba the Hutt, all of his minions, and it was floating through the desert. Back in the day in the seventies when the movie came out, the Hasbro or Kenner could not afford to make a toy that was that big. Right, it would be to make it scale. Even though the figures are this big, to make it to scale, it would have to be a six foot by five foot. It would have to be the size of the monster truck hat I have in my garage. So Kenner could not do that back in the day. In the late two thousand, late two thousands, like I want to say two thousand nine, maybe two thousand twelve, somewhere between there, Hasbro came up with this idea where they said, "Okay, if you guys really want this thing and you want it to be scale." We'll offer it. We'll make it. But we have to have, let's say, 10,000 people order it, and it's going to cost you $400. Um, it was a very difficult thing to do. There was a big like social media push back in 2012 or whenever this was to make it happen. And it, came, it was a 30-day thing that if they can reach the threshold by that 30 days, they will make this Jabba's Barge. And it came down to the last day, and they finally got there, and they made Jabba's Barge. Um, so... They, everybody paid their $400. It's one of these gimmicks that you don't like. You pay up front and then you have to wait months to get, yeah, um, it's a scam, <laughs> it's not a scam. If they, not, do, this
0: company's not going to last.
1: If you don't make the, if you don't make the threshold, they give you your money back. There's no, I don't even think they take it until the threshold has been met. So whatever. The, yeah,
0: they've already invested that money and made uh, interest on it. The you threshold know,
1: was made. The Java's Barge was, uh, was created. It shipped out you know, months later. And now, 10 years later, Java's Barge goes for about 2000 to $2,500. So huge investment opportunity if you were smart enough to invest back then. Now, uh, Hasbro came up with the idea to do it again. This time, it's Star Wars related again, but this time they were going to do the ship from the Mandalorian show on Disney+. Plus, The Razor Crest. I don't have an actual picture of it. I wish I would have grabbed a picture of it. But it, the, it was a big ship. And to make it scale with the three and three quarters figures, the ship had to be like, again, not as big as the barge, but still like three and a half feet by two feet wide. Like a big centerpiece. You have to put like store it on a coffee table if you're going to do it. And uh, the price tag was three hundred and fifty dollars, maybe three hundred dollars plus shipping plus tax, whatever. It was about three seventy all in. Um, and it was a, they released this right when the um, right when the show was hot, the Mandalorian. Everybody's heard of the show Mandalorian, that Star Wars show. Um, and I want to say in the first couple of days they met the threshold, like they were going to get there. And me, I'm like... And I was watching Mandalorian at the time. I, w- I was into it. My Connor, my son, was very much into it. This is when he was very much into Star Wars. And I was like, okay, it's uh, you know, let's get in on this. I don't know when we're going to get this. I don't know if you're going to be into this when we get it. But I'll buy it. And then when we get it, I'll, f- I'll figure out, am I going to keep it? Are we going to display it? Are you going to play with it? Or am I going to try to sell it later? Am I going to hang on to it? What am I going to do with it? Um, then... So that was during season one of Mandalorian, like mid season one, end of season one, they, they announced they're doing a season two and onward, but in the second to last or last episode of that season, after this promotion has ended, after the windows closed to make your order, they blew up the GD ship in the show. So now it's not going to be, in my opinion, it's not going to be this iconic thing that lasts all, you know, six seasons or whatever, however many seasons they're doing. If it did last all, if it goes through spoiler the entire season, alert. it's like, icon- sure, okay, whatever. I gave a spoiler warning on Mandalorian last week. Um, <laughs> so, but now they got rid of the ship. So the, in my opinion, they did this perfectly. They, they released this thing. They sold it. They got him sold for this huge amount of money right before. We're, okay, we're done. We're taking it off the show. Now I'm worried, right? My investment could be down the drain. Um, that, but I can't do anything about it. You can't cancel it. You can't do anything. So I just sit on it. And in the meantime, Connor also fall, falls out of love with, uh, with Star Wars stuff. So he's not super interested in it. And a year and a half passes. And as of last, last early last week... I got a shipping notice, and then mid-last week, I got the confirmation it was at my door. And this box arrived. This was a very large box. It's like three or four feet across by a foot and a half that way. Um, it's a, a huge, huge box that showed up outside my door. It, said, it, I mean, it just straight up says Hasbro toys, action figures, uh, Mandalorian, Razor Crest, Star Wars on it.
0: I was going to say, was it in a box as well? No. It, this is the shipping wow. box. Right. Jeez.
1: Um, which is for collectors, it's like, that's a risky move, right? Yeah. Um, Now, I had heard other people started talking about this thing. It'd been a year and a half since we ordered this thing, right? So, and other people, uh, you know, I have friends that are in the, that are also toy collectors and they'd also ordered this and they were talking about, you know, it's on their way to them. Some people were talking about keeping it and excited to open it. Other people were excited to flip it. The talk before it shipped was that you could sell this on eBay. Ideally, you could sell this on eBay you know, let's say a month ago and say it's a pre-order and when it comes, I will have it shipped to you. If you do it that way, it's a smart way to do it because you can always change your shipping address, right? So I could just, instead of having it shipped to me and then to the guy who I sell it to on eBay, I just have it shipped directly from Hasbro to the guy and I don't even touch the thing, but I wasn't able to pull the trigger on it soon enough. So it arrives and it's at my doorstep. And I'm like, okay, now what do I do with it? Now I need to make a decision with it, right? Um, so I bought it for 375 all in or 370 all in after, after shipping in taxes. Let me see what it's going for. Pre-sales about a month ago, this thing was going for about $1,100. So still big money. Um, now, it's, now that people have been getting them and the more people that get them, obviously the less people are gonna be looking for them. The price goes, to, and the more people that get them, the more I get on the market, the price goes down. Now now I'm running into the problem that I hate with modern toys. If I list this, I want to get rid of this ASAP because I don't, I've seen other, there was another one of these um, Kickstarter-like projects uh, for Marvel. Hasbro did it, but it was for Marvel instead of Star Wars. That thing started out the same way. It was about $350. It was a big Sentinel from the X-Men series, and it was a huge toy. Started out the same way. It cost about the same price, $370 all in. And when they first started shipping, same idea. You could get about $800 to $1,000 for it. But now those things have been already been in people's hands for about five months. Now you can get one of those for about $500. So prices steadily go down as more and more people get those. If I'm gonna sell this Crest, this Star Wars ship, I need to sell it fast, right? I need to, either, I need to make up my mind now on what I'm gonna do. So I talked to Connor. I said, okay, here's what, I, here's what I'm thinking. Are you okay if we just get rid of this thing right away? It's too big. I don't have a place to put it. I, I, you and me are not into Star Wars right now. Let's just get rid of it. Let's get some cash and be good to go. And he was, he was all for it. He was fine with it. Um, so I listed this on eBay. And then I had to sit on it, right? And by sit on it, I mean I have to, I have to babysit it. I've got to constantly refresh because I want to be the lowest guy. And when I originally listed it, I listed, there was somebody else who had theirs for, I'm not gonna remember the exact numbers, but it was like they had theirs for 8.30 free shipping. Okay, let me put mine at 8.20. And I wanna do that, so I sell mine first, but also I know if I got mine today, everybody else is getting theirs today, somebody else could easily jump on and list theirs for 8.10. Or, you know, or 750 or whatever. They can try to undercut me and do the same thing. So I need to constantly refresh and see who's listing, who's listing, who's listing. Um, So eventually I did end up selling this. And it did sell for 810, and I had free shipping on it. I was actually surprised. The shipping only cost me $20 to do this. Wow. Uh, Right. Is it light? uh, Yeah, it wasn't super heavy. It was like, I think, 15 pounds. That might be, that could even be super heavy. I'm not even sure what, I don't know. But it cost me less than $20 to ship it through UPS. Um, so I, at the end of the day, I, after eBay fees and shipping, um, I cleared just over $700 on this thing. Nice. So 370 in the 700. Good, not an, ex, not an exact double up, but still good considering I only had this thing in my possession for two hours. Um, and then on top of that, I did not have to buy or create a shipping box. In the listing, I said, this is how I got it as it's pictured in the shipping box. I'm going to take off my shipping label. I'm going to put your shipping label on it and I'm just going to ship it like this, as is you know, unopened. It's not, it's sealed. It's unopened. Um, and I'm just going to ship it like that. So I am, because I did not pack this in a bigger box because collectors are insane and they do like the boxes that items do ship in like this original Hasbro box. Um, some collectors would want to keep it in the box like this. Um, I am worried that it is going to be damaged on the way. Um, I do, I don't know how I feel about this. It was an international sale. And I do feel like I get a lot, well, I feel like I get a lot less returns. I don't think I've ever had a return uh, for a, or a complaint because something's been damaged after going international. I feel like people understand living internationally. I feel like they're a lot more forgiving. If something gets damaged internationally, they don't blame me and want a refund. They kind of just blame the shipping company and like, okay, that's one of my problems with living in Italy. I'm not going to get stuff in mint condition. So I don't know. I, I, I'm very curious to see what happens and I would love some positive feedback on this. Um, but what are your thoughts on this guy?
0: You know, I just saw a box that sold for $800. (laughs) And then, you know, I kind of like, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to figure out what it is. And then I see that it's toys. And I'm like, did Pee Wee, like, how did he get this? You know, this is when you go into a Target or whatever, this is what you see. Yeah, it's the exact same type of box. Yeah. Yeah, before they open it up. And I'm like, how did he get his hands, you know, if you paid and you had told me after we talked about it you told me you spent something like 370 for it or whatever but we didn't really talk about it and i was like are there multiple toys in there and how did they scan this thing for him to pay this <laughs> and so i didn't know it, the whole story behind it obviously but it to me it was just hilarious seeing that's your main picture is a box and it's that's my only pictures. picture yeah
1: i mean i had other pictures but it was just other angles of the box
0: uh, yeah of the box yeah yeah, so uh, it's this is one of those that I just
1: desperately want. It's a big sale, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. $370 that I invested a year and a half ago, so essentially that I forgot about. So this is a free $800. Um, I would love for this thing to be free and clear and just be done with it, but that won't happen for a while because it's going to ship internationally. I just checked yeah. the shipping earlier today, and it's still in the US. It's at uh, eBay's Kentucky you know, hub, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, I'll keep you guys updated.
0: Good luck. That's all I got. Well, that means that it's time for the Flipper Bump of the Week. The Flipper Bump of the Week is when me and Peewee pick an item that we either love that we sold, maybe made some big money on, or something that we learned that uh, we did horrible. And I guess I will start off with, uh, well, it depends. It's all in the eye of the beholder, because for me, this is my Flip of the Week, but um a lot of people think it was a bump in the first place, so I'm gonna go with my flip of the week. make magazine, baby. We did it eight ninety five plus free shipping. You didn't think this thing would ever sell Purchase for one I was say
1: didn't we just talk about this thing? yeah,
0: read about it uh learned how to build a rocket if i want to build a rocket and then i decided to just put it on ebay because uh, why not Amazing. and after uh, shipping and all that stuff i'll probably keep clear you know four bucks something like that and uh, maybe i'll make maybe i'll buy some lotto tickets maybe i'll be rich because of make magazine how about that the funny thing about this is that somebody started watching it <laughs> early wow. in the weekend. That's what wow. I sent you. I sent you a link oh, but... that's right. I
1: didn't know what you He sent me a picture of just this listing. It was active, but there was one watcher on it. I'm, yeah. I'm like, what do you want me to see here?
0: They that somebody looked at it? I think I sent them an offer for like 6 bucks and they did not take said, it. Uh, uh, uh. And so I don't know how that works, what they're watching for and what they were hoping for, oh, but then hilarious. somebody paid full price, daddy, 8.95 plus free shipping. What about you? What's your flip or bump of the week?
1: I, I don't know if this is a flip or a bump. I, I, and this is another thing I want your opinion on. I think this is a bump. Um, February has been good for me. It's been very, very good for me. Um, I, I'm not going to go into too big a numbers right now, but February has already outperformed January. February has already outperformed December. February wow. has outperformed every month last year.
0: <laughs> going back cow. to
1: June. Other than November. It did not perform. November yet. I mean, we still have eight days in February. Wow. Um, so far in February, I've sold... Oh, I think it's exactly 100 items. Um, and the, my, my sell-through rate, my, my net per item is about $40, which is great. Um, yeah. I am killing it. Bad part is, this week alone, right? From last Sunday till today, I've sold 37 items. Four of those items... And only four of those items were listed prior to February first of this year. Four so
0: of those items were listed prior. So you are only selling thirty-three. The yes, I'm
1: only selling new items. Okay. Thirty-three of the thirty-seven that I sold this this week have been listed in the past thirty the past twenty days. Okay, I'm. That's bad, right? Well, uh, what about the rest of the month? Do you know that? I or don't like- know that. The, I just know, basically what happened is my one of my resolutions was to go through that one shelf that I had that had all those bins of That's, Dragon Ball Z yeah. and Star Wars and whatever. And I'm it is, they're worth a lot more than I thought they were worth, and they are selling much
0: quicker than I thought they were going to sell. That's um, what I was going to say is, like, I, I watch your store, and, uh, and I'm noticing the stuff that you're listing, and I'm like, this is all the stuff that you have had just sitting around. Yeah. And people obviously want it. I don't think it's a bump. I think it's, you know, obviously you'd love the older stuff to sell, but a lot of the older stuff is just not as popular. If I didn't
1: list at all, let's say I didn't list in February for whatever reason, this week I would have sold four items instead of 37. Yeah, yeah. That's... that's huge. That's I need to come up with some sort of plan. I need to last week we talked about coupons and I did absolutely no research on it. I need to some to come up with some sort of plan to move some old inventory.
0: Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I have a lot of stuff that's like older trash if you wanna talk about that. Mine's
1: not even trash. I have like I know you know, know. sixty dollar items, eighty dollar items, hundred dollar items that just aren't selling, which is fine. But my uh, another thing we talked about last week is after the 12 months, after an item has been listed for 12 months, it goes away, right? Is, I don't know if that's a default for every item yeah. that's been listed for 12 months, but I got to think that some of these items that I've had are coming up on the 12-month mark. And the more I think about this, especially after seeing this, this stat specifically, if I did not list anything in February, I would have sold four items this week that I'm going to have. Previously, I was like, okay, well, if it didn't sell last December, in Christmas, maybe it'll sell this this upcoming November and December. Well, now I don't have to, now this realization is I don't have two Christmases to bank on to sell these items. I only have one in a twelve month span.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think you do have to look into the coupon thing. Like I I went through with a bunch of my parts this week and just marked everything down ten percent. Okay. And now I've sold a bunch of parts, and and a lot of them became you know the lower. The lowest bid or whatever. So, I mean, maybe, maybe you just have some higher price stuff that needs to be a little bit lower. Maybe you're not going to get eighty and you're going to get sixty for something. Would you rather get that or would you rather get it? You know, get it out of there. Or, or?
1: but then another yes. Obviously, I want to get rid of it. I've got over twenty k in inventory listed that isn't moving. Um, but then if I go in my store and I just do like bulk edit, reduce everything by ten percent. Honestly, yeah. my biggest concern with that is that the it's not going to be 99 cents on the end of every item. It's going to be all all over the place. We'll do it for a a week and see what happens. <laughs> I I'll, I might mess around with it this week and see and see what we can do. Well, I'll let you know. I'll let you know what's happening. But yeah, that's that's all I got. It's not a specific flip or bump, it's just a I don't know. I'm happy with the amount of sales I'm making. I'm just not happy of when I listed them compared to when I'm selling
0: them. And now it's time for... Well, well, well. What do we have here? In this segment, I pick something of Peewee's. He picks something of mine. And we probably make fun of it. Hey, Peewee, tell me about this Pokemon <laughs> bubblegum you got here. New, sealed, fresh. $24.99. This isn't something that you normally look out for. Where'd you get it? Why'd you get it? Why'd you look at it? Why is it $24.99? Uh, etc. I listed this an hour before we went live on the podcast. Uh. <laughs> that's when I do my best research. <laughs>
1: that makes sense. Um, so this is old stock, this is from 2009, uh, and that's why it's $24. Uh, you know, it, it's sealed, it's something sealed from over 10 years ago, and it's Pokemon related. Um, This was something that's just been sitting on a shelf today. I went, I had some extra time and just uh, finished off clearing off one of the shelves and I'm moving other inventory to that shelf. And I was, uh, while I was going through that shelf, I was just trying to pick off things that either were, I was trying to figure out, are you worth, uh, are you worth listing? Are you not worth listing? This was one of the things that was worth listing. Like I said earlier, I'm trying to list five items a day. This was an easy list. It's, you know, it's four pictures just to show that it's sealed. Um, And I was just like, okay, let's get these five, uh, five listings done and then moving. And uh, yeah, that's all it is. Did you buy this
0: at a store or like in oh, a garage sale? Uh,
1: no, I got this in, a tr- in one of those uh, switch trades. Oh, like okay. the big okay. switch trade that I got a bunch of random stuff in. Um, that This was just thrown in. You got $400 worth of gum? I, I wish I had more of these. Oh, also when I was taking pictures of these um, on the side of it. I don't even know if I want to say this. But the, um, the town that I reside in, this gum was made in. <laughs> it's, li- it's listed on the label of it, which I had to bring- I had to go to the basement, find the item after I, br- uh, you know, was coming upstairs to edit the pictures, went down, grabbed it and then brought it back up to show my wife. I'm like, Hey, this is from 2009 and was made about a block from here. All right. Um, for you, I th- didn't we do this last week? Okay. Last week I asked you about this lot of 64 video games that you had listed um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it while you were listing them. You uh, you had it at an auction. It was currently, it had three days left, eight bids, and it was at $23. Um, I checked your store today. It's the same picture, but now it is a buy it now at $70 plus 20 shipping. What happened here?
0: Well, you jinxed me horribly. Last week when we talked about um, do I offer people stuff and do they pay right away and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and I was like, I haven't been having problems. If I make an offer, people are paying. (laughs) I, you know, I check to make sure that they have a hundred percent feedback and blah, blah, blah. This week I had three different times where people did not pay for items after agreeing to pay for the items. And they all had good feedback and a lot of it. And so this thing ended up going at auction for something like 59 bucks plus shipping. Uh, and so the guy didn't pay. So I blocked him and, uh, and I put this up at sixty nine bucks just to see if you know anybody will bite at that price. And if they offer anything, I'll offer it to them for around fifty to fifty nine bucks. Are and you just, able to do the the like second chance listing for the like go to like the second highest bidder? I don't think I can because I don't have a store or oh is or that right? I just yeah or I just don't know how to do it. But I, I have looked into it and I haven't figured it out. Okay. Um, so anyway, thought. I'm just hoping that this goes for around that price. Got already have a lot of watchers. Already have a lot of people looking at it. I think I listed this last night, like right before I went to bed. It was like midnight, and I woke up and there was like ninety-seven people who had looked at it already. It was like, it's like this is probably gonna go. This isn't a
1: bad. This is this is interesting. You may want to like experiment with this. You might just want to delist this. Take this to Disc Replay and see what they would give you. It one it could be more than seventy dollars in in credit. Yeah. But if it's in credit, that's fine. You just buy something that is, you know, priced accurately, and then you just go and sell that on eBay or do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, but I do think that they would, for 64 games, it's likely. I see some Simpsons games in there. There's some Mafia. There's a lot of sports, a lot of junk. Um, but the Lord of the Rings stuff is good stuff. Um, there there might be a couple of games in there that they'll give you a couple bucks for. It might be worth bringing it to disc replay and taking a shot.
0: Uh, you know I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> That's it for the show this week. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, how do you do it? You email us, flipsandbumpspodcasts at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at flipsandbumps. And don't forget that new episodes drop every single Monday at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from, including YouTube. Subscribe, turn on the notifications if that's your thing, and, uh, and do all that good stuff. Don't forget to visit peeweesebaystore.com. Peewee. Say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. I,
1: I don't know. I previously preached about how I don't suggest you get a shopping cart at Goodwill because it's too crowded. I don't know if I've gotten into the, the reasoning, but it's too crowded. It it hinders your mobility. You can't get around as quickly as you can. But if I keep finding these giant lots of uh, Barbie dolls, I think i got to go against that and start getting like, a cart every time, right?
0: See you next week. Flip that turkey.